Hey, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where sisters Alex and Sarah Franklin bring on comedians to recap Bachelor episodes and reflect on their own journey with Bachelor Nation. Enjoy! Buddy, bud, 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 bud. You know, bud. You know, bud. You know, bud. Oh, guys, welcome back to oh, maybe the most epic and infuriating two-part finale event of The Bachelor. We are uh, s- never seen an AFR like this. Never seen an AFR never. like this. And on the brink of social distancing. Okay, this is what we get. I know. Everyone, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Oh, wow. Just a gentle reminder. <laughs> gentle reminder. Um, yeah, Sarah, maybe this is the last time I'll ever see you I know. quarantine. I know. I know. It's actually... it. It is. <laughs> Alex just drank some really hot tea. <laughs> is it okay if I just uh, wipe it up with my sleeve? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's really hot. It was hot. Um, sorry. <laughs> right out. No tact, no class. Uh, oh my gosh. Really sorry. Uh, We're all out of whack. We're all out of sorts here. Barb, I, I've been talking about it truly all day. Oh, man. Barb is the real star of the show. And I have to say, you know, completely unscientific poll. But the people, you know, the few people that I've passed that are still allowed to leave their homes. um, The opinions are quite polarizing when it comes to Barb. Wait, I don't know anyone that's on her side. Oh, I know a lot of people who are on her side. um, I got in like a text, a texting, a a healthy texting debate with a... a friend of the pod, Colleen Kleinfelter, last Oh, night. Colleen. Okay, so I was going to ask. I wasn't going to ask names. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was going to ask. <laughs> I love you, Colleen. You're Kind the <laughs> of like, si- like what type of like situation are these people in? Are they mothers? Are they? All, uh, uh, there's, uh, there's a woman that I worked with, uh, who, who work with, uh, who is team Barb. Um, they, and, and she happens to be a mother. <laughs> um, so I they they span the the spectrum. I here okay. I'm gonna just say it up top so we can just get it all. We can say our piece or, or just like say our feelings, our true feelings. Mm-hmm. While I do agree with his family in the sense of the like, it, it's very clear that your guys' values, core values, mm-hmm. aren't aligning, and you shouldn't have to compromise those things in totally. in in yourselves. I do agree with that, and I, that's I we've talked about it before. That's what we worry about with Peter and Madison. Yep. I do not agree how they are attacking. Like honestly, I guess like yell at your son all you want. I don't even care. I don't. I don't appreciate how they're like attacking Madison slash. All this pressure put on Hannah and even like, I mean, yeah, the tactics. I don't like their behaviors towards either of these girls. I completely agree with you. And let's get there because we're on a journey now. We're, uh, we're, we're, this is a Rashomon right now. So, um, we, we start off, uh, in the seventh circle of hell 
I believe um, it is quite barren <laughs> in whatever part yeah. of Australia. I think I heard somebody say it was like a national monument, that giant rock that they were they've been yeah, hanging out yeah. at. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> that Peter's been running around in all of his B-roll. Um, but his family flew across the world, as Barb reminded us, um, to meet these two gals. So the first girl that they met was Hannah Ann. And I guess they loved Hannah Ann and I am newly, I am a new stan of Hannah Ann um, because she fit in very well. Yeah, she was, she was warm. She was welcoming. Cool. I think the, I think uncomplicated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just With, easy. Uh, they liked that she just, seemed, which is I think what Peter's liked about her this whole time too. Yeah. They liked that she seemed all in. Um that she didn't come with, you know, opinions or feelings about things. <laughs> Just kidding. She did cry to the mom about how she wishes that she w- could receive how much she's been putting out. Um, and yeah. to which the mom responded, why don't we just focus on the positive stuff? Oh, my God. Barb, 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 Barb. Yeah, the mom being Barb. But on the flip side, they had less of a positive interaction with Madison. Three hours. She made us wait three hours. Which we were not privy to. We were not privy to that information until after. Also, please. I'm sure a lot of this was out of her control. Part of the wait was because Peter had to talk to her, too. That's what's scary about Barb. You know, let your son take some ownership in all of this as well. Yes. You know, I mean, I think she's obviously mad at him about the Hannah Ann stuff, but it's like. You know, he needed to talk to Madison, too. I'm sure their talk was much longer than what we saw. Yes. If what Barb said is true and Madison didn't apologize, I get how that could be read. Yeah. A little the wrong way. Um, But she's like, she didn't come in because she didn't want to meet us. It's not because it's she not because she didn't want to meet you. It it's not about you, Barb. It's, it's literally not, not about, about the pasta. <laughs> it's not about the pasta. It's not, not about the barb. barb. It's not about the barb. Yeah, it was like because she didn't want to meet us. Ugh! After a day of travel. After a day of travel, <laughs> and also like, I was uh, yes, I, I was very disgusted by how she behaved at after the final rose. But what was more upsetting, not more upsetting, laterally upsetting to me was the manipulation after Madison left when she started crying, which was the, you know, the big bring her home. I know it was the best part ever getting to watch Peter go stop that mom. I have never been more attracted to Peter and it was and granted it was the only time I've ever been attracted to (laughs) Peter because I quickly stopped but I was fully anticipating him like being like yes mom I know yes mommy I know I know Peter wasn't ready for this he was not ready to be the bachelor he just wasn't ready no but he did I did like in this moment that he stood up to her (laughs) yeah it was yeah it was a nice moment it was the one time that Peter I think the reason it was attractive is because it was the first time that we've actually seen Peter make any sort of definitive choice Mm -hmm. he's always been so wishy-washy about his feelings with the girls in the house he just keeps everyone around because he doesn't know what to do you know this is the first time we've really seen Peter just like make a choice Mm -hmm. and stick to it yes agreed I did think it was a little bit weird after Peter 
very explicitly said to his parents, Madison is, is upset because I was intimate with other girls. Like they were aware of that knowledge and they were aware that was the roadblock. And then they made Madison repeat. <laughs> I will say though, and I, and I do think that Madison, I do, I recall her bringing this up. It's not the only roadblock though. No, but it's still weird that they knew that sex was a big part of it. Yeah. And they kind of, they love talking about their son having sex. They love, he loves, it. loves having sex. The brother party line dancing right line after dancing. a trip. What's the first thing you do, Alex? You line dance. <laughs> Everyone knows loose. that you cut a rug, cut a rug. <laughs> Foot loose. We are we are just a couple of kids who like to cut loose after work. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean he he parties and that's just not a sacrifice that she wants her son to make. Um, I know. Uh, it it was just a weird hill for her to die on. It also felt like she was kind of the point. taking the side of like Victoria F of like. Well, who are you to tell my son who we can and cannot sleep with? Which I think Madison has done a good job of defending herself all throughout. She's like, that's not what I was doing, honestly. I was sharing my values with Peter. Do you think that Barb was triggered because she thought that the Madison's lifestyle is judgmental of them? Probably. And then... In her reaction to that, she came off as more judgmental. Well, and I thought it was weird that she kind of, you know, she was just like, you know, you have your faith or you have like religion, like we're spiritual, but, you know, we're not religious. She basically was like, your way isn't better than my way. You're not better than me because you're a virgin. Yeah. And it was it felt a little shamey when it came to maybe I read it improperly, but it felt a little shamey when it came to the religious stuff. But somehow when she was crying to Peter and she was like, well, guess what, bud? God put Hannah Ann in your path. I was like, why is it okay when you use it? <laughs> but not right. okay when Madison uses it. Well, I do feel like I need so to bring up um, what was posted on Twitter. I would like to thank Connie Henderson, my friend Connie. <laughs> Shout out to Connie. <laughs> name shouty outie. I know. Sorry. Uh, we're podcast. first and last naming today. Um, for, But for uh, sending me this. We wore what on Instagram posted that what um, she didn't post who which one of her followers sent her this, but one of her followers sent her a DM. I dated Peter in high school and his mother broke us up and was consistently horrible to me. You have no idea how vindicated I feel today. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't really know what to take away from that because she loved Hannah Ann so much. I don't know if it's she just wants to feel like she's making the choice of who her sons are with. I think this is what the argument for Barb is <laughs> in general, I think. And this is what people tend to defend. A, the fact that she is, you know, perfect television. Um, and B, the fact that her instincts are correct. Not about, you know, Madison being a bad person, but Madison and Peter being a mismatch. Yeah, but the problem is is like your logical thoughts go out the like uh, we can't take them seriously when you are whispering to your husband when it's his turn to talk apparently people were able to she mm -hmm. said spoke to him in Spanish and people were able to translate it what she said was help me say something bad yes like I can't take your your points seriously when you are acting this 
outrageous. I also, in general, might have, I'm going to take this like a step further. I don't think if you, it is, it is, unless somebody, unless the terms are somebody's being cheated on, they're being, or they're falling under the umbrella of some abuse. It is not your place to force your opinion about a family member of your significant other onto them. Like, I think it's incredibly irresponsible. Like, if you don't think that something is right, like, you you kind of just have to let it play out and, like, let the other person. Yeah. Like, I know you guys have seen me unhappy before. And, like, like I, I just remember feeling so grateful that, like, my support system kind of, like, let me figure it out for myself because mm, I just, yeah, you know, like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I do. I think that the dad ultimately handled it pretty well. We knew that he was upset or, and he was obviously being like his, his in his own way, like manipulated by yeah. his wife. But I think he was just like, listen, we don't like the situation if for the, the reasons that we we see that this is going to be hard for you too. Right. But the thing is, is they they actually aren't framing it in like you two. They're just framing it in the context of Peter, which is why I was so proud of Madison for interjecting. Because at first she was like, you know, she stayed classy the whole night, kind of the whole night. Mm-hmm. But at first she was just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't choose the past. I'd like to put it behind me. And then like when she stepped in and was like, I actually disagree. Mm-hmm. Like this, this isn't just about Peter's wants and needs. These are also about my wants and needs. Yeah, I thought she handled herself really. I well think she did a great job against Barb at uh, after the final rose, and I thought she did a good job sticking up for herself uh, because Barb was really holding her feet to the fire um, in Australia as well. I I think that yeah. she was really respectful and classy and held her own. And in general, like, I don't know much about Madison, but I do think she held a lot of redeeming qualities about. I feel like I respect her more than anyone. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, the, the real winners of this are Madison and Hannah Ann. Maybe Hannah Ann the most because she doesn't have to deal with Barbara. Right? I mean, Hannah Ann. I crushed it. I mean, like you said, we hadn't we we hadn't had the opportunity to see her like voice really an opinion. And I think she really laid that all out the night before the engagement. And she's like, I've given and I've given and I've given and I need mm-hmm. something in return. Like I'm done being my like perfect pageant queen on this camera. Like it's time for a real real relationship. Yeah. And I think she did. She handled herself perfectly in Los Angeles when her and Peter broke up perfectly again in Los Angeles on after the final rose, her extensions looked oh, magnificent. Never looked better. Magnificent. You want to be with a woman, you got to be a real man. And uh, I, yeah, Peter did not display those qualities. Um, I want to take it back to the proposal really quick before we uh, completely dive into, um, I know we've already, <laughs> we've mostly I know. talked I, about Trust it. me, there's more to say. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I could go on. Um, it was the most devastating proposal I've ever seen. First of all, the 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 moment they've been teasing all season, Hannah Ann might not be coming, was barely even a moment. I mean, it was actually four seconds. It was actually four seconds. They were like, actually, so sorry. <laughs> um, they hit a bump. Uh, thought the tire was flat. Turns out it's not. That's on me, Peter. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> 
<laughs> Alright, have fun. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I do think that Chris Harrison was like trolling everyone this episode. Oh, okay. Like, I think he trolled Peter. He trolled Madison when he went to our house in Alabama. God, everyone was getting trolled. Everyone was getting punked. To use a Claire Crawley oh, reference. Oh, Claire. Uh, <laughs> but um, man, I would just like to say when I get proposed to. By the man of my dreams. I really hope the lead in sentence is, well, the other girl left two days ago. Anyway, will you marry me? Actually, he goes, he first goes, he goes, Madison. Long pause as if he forgot Hannah Ann's name and called her Madison. But it was Madison left two days ago. Like, I was so happy that he got called out on that because like it was like such a cop-out way of explaining to her what happened like it was just like by the way madison left you like it was just um what's the term when you're at the doctor's office and you say what your actual symptoms are right when you're leaving <laughs> we well, i don't think i know that i don't know somebody recently told me about it but um <laughs> is it because you're like scared to exactly. know that you're sick exactly oh but it's, it's like you're afraid of what's gonna happen it's like by the way I, madison's gone she dumped me <laughs> okay bye <laughs> you know what though okay i feel like i've been talking about rachel Lindsay so much in peter's season i don't know why i guess there's a lot of crossover peter she's opposite peter but she famously got dumped in a 10 hour long breakup Mm. wow by i don't even remember his name peter Peter. (laughs) (laughs) i was like why don't i remember this name? she she didn't tell Brian during the engagement, which was smart. Um, but that was more of a mutual breakup, I think. I know, but I was just about to say, I felt her good. And by the way, I think that she obviously did the right thing. It was a great pick. They seem so, so happy together. I'm so happy for Rachel. But her walking into that engagement, I felt the same way watching Peter. Yeah. Peter Weber walk into that engagement. Like, I was like, we think now's the right time. Uh, well, somehow Rachel's withstood the, and Brian's relationship has withstood the test of time. I think they proved us all wrong. I yeah. Don't, I don't I don't know that Peter and Hannah Ann will prove us all wrong. No, I think uh, Hannah Ann is done, rightfully so. Um, he has obviously put her through enough. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, they she goes to L.A. Well, was there anything else that you wanted to touch on? Uh, yeah. Australia and the proposal. Oh, not past the proposal. My question is, what the fuck did Peter say to Hannah Brown? <laughs> oh, OK. Right. Mic drop. She's like, you know what the first red flag should have been when you asked to reach out to Hannah Brown for closure? Yeah. When did that happen? So it must have been directly after the engagement, right? Probably because he knew that Hannah was like the right person to end up. I really, I know. Not that I think that Hannah Brown and Peter have any hope at this point or like any chance really just after all this craziness. But I do think that I do think ultimately she probably should have picked him and that's like, they probably would still be together if she did. Sure. We might not have coronavirus if she did. Oh my it's God. A, it's a butterfly Stop. effect. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so scared. Did I hear that it like came from a snake? I, uh, you didn't hear that from me, but I don't know. 
quite biblical. I think, though, that the first person in L.A. that had it died. Mm, okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm very sorry to hear that. That's very sad. Yeah. Um, but, um, okay, obviously, this this was an interesting discrepancy because we see Hannah Ann, you know, go to the home where okay. that he shares with his parents. To Is that their house? I don't know. But why I did it have like a I don't think so. It looked like a rental. There was like nothing personal in it. OK. Regardless, she flew to L.A. to basically get dumped by Peter. Uh, yeah, I think that this was a greater conversation. Obviously, we didn't see all of it. I think that she knew like to me, it looked like she was coming into this weekend assuming that they were going to use this time to work through their issues. Mm hmm. And then he basically was like, well, I can't work through these issues. So she was like, well, then bye. Yeah. Oh, God. What was confusing was when it was getting reviewed on after the final rose, Chris Harrison said they didn't speak for a month. Yeah. Chris Harrison literally was like, so you guys hadn't spoken for one month. I was like, yeah, that's probably the sign that your engagement's in trouble. Like, I was blindsided. <laughs> Really? Um, no, neither of them felt blindsided. I'm hoping by that any was a this. misspeak too. That they hadn't seen each other in a month, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm hoping. Um, yes, I want to give the two of them. Or a maybe he was credit. saying that, like on AFR, that they hadn't spoken in a month. Mm. I don't. I truly. I don't know the timeline. Like I don't know when they broke up and how long after Australia was. Right. Like, I don't know the timeline. Totally. Yep. No, I have no or idea. Or when he's talked to Madison again or whatever. It seems recent. Yeah. I don't it seems like all of this went down within the last couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that that might have been a little... That's where it feels like it was a little bit of staging for camera because when Peter was on his press tour, he's like, the story is still unfolding. I, I don't, it, it seems like everything was probably still in the works. Maybe There's him and Hannah were fighting and it was like done and they just made it official and she had to give him the ring and all that. Yeah. This is, this was the moment that Hannah Ann became president. Yeah. So yeah. for me, because her just, not only sticking up for herself in front of Peter in LA, but in L, you know, at, at AFR, her like you took away this precious moment from me. Like you miscommunicated with me. You let I told you how I felt. I put everything on the line for you. You never gave me anything back. I was patient. I did this for you. I did this for you. Everything was just so dead on the money, and she wasn't allowing herself to be the victim at all in it. Yeah, she was just like. You she wouldn't up. have wanted Bachelorette. No. She's like, I don't need to Maybe be the Bachelorette. Wanted. Maybe she would have wanted. <laughs> she posted an, uh, an Instagram post today that said no turbulence, period. Or, yeah, she was like in a flight costume or something, and she was like flying solo, no turbulence this time. Yeah. I mean, she has to fly solo. Uh, otherwise, she might get infected. <laughs> COVID-19. Sorry. I'm if sorry. now's the time to get a PJ... <laughs> I mean, if there was a time to get a PJ, there it's now a, more than ever. Moment. PJ equals private jet. Randall Emmett of Vanderpump Rules fame and fortune. For all you pores out there. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> we are definitely in that category. <laughs> um, so Chris Harrison took it upon himself to travel to Auburn to let Madison know that Peter dumped Hannah Ann 
because he still loves her. And so Madison's like, well, I guess I have to go to California. And then Peter is just in California looking at a babbling brook. And then he hears from off screen, hey, stranger. And then he turns around and he's like, Madison? Why was Chris Harrison wearing high heels? (laughs) When this happened, I was like, Chris, just let them DM each other like everyone else. (laughs) I mean, they obviously had. (laughs) But that's not a visual medium DMing for the audience. Right, 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 right. This isn't the circle. (laughs) This is a rom-com playing out in real time. I worry about Madison. I, You know, I was thinking of her her parents throughout this whole thing. Me too. Because you had Peter's family. I mean, just obviously ripping her apart. Just um, because you don't think she's a good match for Peter doesn't mean she's a bad person. And that's what I was upset Yes, by. that is the problem. That is the problem. Her dad posted a very, very sweet thing. I immediately, during this going on, I went to find his Instagram because I was like, mm. her parents must be, I mean, distraught right now. They they want to murder this woman, I'm sure. But yep. they won't because mm-hmm. they're good people. But what he, did Coach Pro have to say? He posted a picture of him and Madison in the Auburn Stadium. He said, classy, respectful, kind, winner on and off the court. I love you, at Maddie Pro. Oh, so sweet. sweet. I guess I'm back on his train. I guess I don't think he's a creep Oh, anymore. my God. I'm, like, obsessed with her dad. <laughs> wow. All of my opinions about everyone have yeah, literally yeah, yeah, yeah. changed. Yeah, I know. I know. None of them have stayed the Alex, same. Alex, you hated Hannah Ann. I hated her and now I think she's my hero. I, I want to be you her. Hated I love her now. She's like a feminist hero. <gasps> oh my God. She's a real winner in my book. I know. I know. But like as this is going on and as they are reconciling, Barb is just putting on a show. Rolling her on. Coughing into her hand. I- <laughs> Oh my God, someone should have gotten her out of that studio. I'm sorry, but this to me, any, and I don't know who your friends are that are defending this woman, but in the wake of, of this epidemic, that is just it's a pandemic, a pandemic is just flying around the air. She has the audacity the gall to cough into her hand and then go hug our new bachelorette, Claire Crawley. She's going to be stuck in a mansion with these guys. They're going to get quarantined. Uh, I mean, I mean, actually. <laughs> now that's now something I haven't seen so. before. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> Maybe um, Barb was my hero after all, all along. Um, yeah. And again, Madison stood her ground. So I am proud of her. Speaking of trolling, like I was saying earlier, um, Barb also trolled us the night before AFR. She posted a picture of her and her gal pal singing. Stop in the name of love before you break my heart. Think it all over. Her poor friends didn't ask to be there. And Barb is like so in into it. And I'm also like, what's the messaging here, Barb? Barb and Barb's like, everyone come over. We're going to send a little note to Peter on Insta. This is where Peter, I felt, abandoned Madison while she was sitting right there on the couch with her. He, I don't think that, I know technically he stood up to his parents. Well, he was just like, guys, I love her. 
But I think he could have done I my favorite thing to do was to track the interactions between the couples as you're pulling away to commercial when they call mm, cut. Mm, mm, and like mm. I felt like he could have just done a little bit more to protect her and to comfort her. Um and to stick up for her a little bit more in front of his parents. I mean, he did it in sort of a meek way. I would have appreciated him to stand up and be like, enough is enough. Mm. We're not doing this here. Yes. Here's the fact. That's what I would want. (laughs) At this point, it is very obvious. I think I even texted you finale part one night. Their breakup was really sad because what we witnessed was two people who have really good chemistry, who deeply care about each other, who are not right for each other. And because their core values do not line up. Exactly. And neither and one of them want to compromise. And they shouldn't. Exactly. What just needs to happen is kind of what Barb said, but they just need to play it out however it is, and they're going to need the support of their family and friends. They can't hear, you can't, uh, they need to fail to succeed. They can't hear, everyone knows she's not right for him. Like, uh, my son, all of his friends, we all talk about it. Like, that is a toxic, toxic environment to set up. Yeah, stop talking to Peter's friends. And Madison doesn't deserve that. Girlfriend, GTFO. Literally. Run for get the hills. Out, get out. Like, go. Like, I, I am. <laughs> Madison, I hope after that night, I haven't seen them post photos together or anything yet. Mm-hmm. After AFR, she should have been like, Peter, I'm like. I love you, but no. I love you, but no. Nothing is worth this. Um, yeah. Yeah. Here's a question. Is Peter worth all this bullshit no I don't think is so. he like yeah what is like what's going on I also just think any parent would be so excited to have Madison like is there some- Madison to me is the dream for a mother and father-in-law like that is like the person you hope your son brings home Unless- right Yes. She has an awareness of how close Madison is with her family, and she's afraid that they're going to take. Pe- she's going to take Peter away from her. Yeah, I I'm could sh- see that too. Oh yeah, like there's a threat. There's a threat because he might have to move to Alabama. He needs to move out of his parents' house. If anything comes out of this, yeah, Peter, I get an apartment. Move out of the house. I'm, I'm leaving sure mine don't... soon. You can have mine. I live in a great part of LA. I understand no one is flying anymore, but I'm sure you've banked enough. You've saved enough money to at least. Sublet Sarah's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> For I, one year. I saw I saw a tweet and I do apologize. I can't remember who tweet. I didn't write it down, but somebody not me was like, God, between Pilot Pete and coronavirus, Delta's not gonna have any action. <laughs> <laughs> Two worst things that could have ever happened. Everyone is boycotting them. Um yeah, God, I don't I truly don't know what else to say. I feel like there was something else that Barb said that was just so unbelievably offensive. Um, but I can't think of it. Well, the like her face, she had like my Kenna level face facial expressions when Peter was like waiting to like mm. um, tell or like Peter was like holding on to like the information of telling him who he got engaged to. I just don't know how he survives this. Like, I don't know how. How does he go home that night? No, this family is gonna is gonna go through. I I I feel bad all around. Like, I feel weird. I I mean, 
it was great to see these like two women stand up for themselves. I really hope Madison is just like, yeah, nothing is worth this. Goodbye. And, but I, I mean, Peter really is like their family is really going to go through through it after this. I don't know. How do you literally how like how, how do you go back to living with them after this? This is it's going to be tough. Yeah. I, I, again, I, I, I hope that he moves. Uh, and that is my biggest hope for him. And I think he will find the right girl for him with a little bit of independence from his. Yeah. Family. Kelly is in the audience like, oh, my gosh. Thank God. Did you see? <laughs> did you see what happened? Kelly's in the audience. She posted a picture on Instagram, like had a great time closing out this chapter. I guess the producers decided they liked her again. So they I think they had to bring her back because they got so much backlash for not inviting her to women. Rightfully hall. so. That was that out of control yeah, and insane. Messed up. Barb commented on it at Sweetnums commented. You look so gorgeous. We have to get lunch soon. XOXO. And Kelly wrote, yes, please. <laughs> Underneath it. I'm sorry. I my jaw is on the floor. That's why I wasn't able to speak for a few seconds. Mm-hmm. What? Barb, man. She's fucking crazy. Kelly, GTFO. Remember this? She's crazy. Ugh, but again, perfect television. In lighter news, Claire looked hot. A. F. Oh my God. I was a little worried about her old ass references when she said, Am I being punked? It's like Kelly or Claire. No one in this audience knows oh. what's punked. Is. It's not 2011, Claire. Uh, your audience wasn't even born when you were on season. <laughs> we are very excited though. Uh, her guys were released. We're a little disappointed in all their ages. But we are going to follow up next week, guys. Yes. With a review of her men. Yes. And we're super excited. We just want to keep you guys posted. We know it's the end of the season, but we'll keep subscribing to us because um, we will be tuning in probably like once or twice a month, um, keeping you posted on latest Bachelor fun stuff on the off season. Yeah, we've got we've got stuff for Claire next week. Um, you know, we also have the uh, Listen to Your Heart <laughs> show mm-hmm. coming up as well. I truly have no idea if Paradise is going to happen. And apparently there was supposed to be bachelor summer games but i mean i don't know if anything's gonna happen (laughs) but luckily for all of us jason mesnick's season is available on netflix so if we're not able to review those we promise you we will review jason mesnick's season and you can follow along with us on if anyone needs something to do during self-quarantine for all of you people that only tuned into the bachelor during ben higgins season because i know it's a lot lot. (laughs) i really really recommend watching Jason Mesnick's season on Netflix. It was the first shocking finale the show had shocking. ever seen. The first yeah. time it ever broke from the form. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then otherwise, um, also maybe watch Love is Blind if you have nothing else to do. It is really, really, really good. <laughs> I know, I haven't seen it. I watched The Circle. I got to do Love is Blind. Love is Blind makes the circle look like child's play. Stop. You stop. No, I will not. Because the circle, listen, I loved the circle, but the circle was like, hey, you know the best part of reality TV, which is watching people interact with each other? What if they don't? (laughs) 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 Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Love is Blind is just from 
from episode to episode, it's more shocking than next. So, um, something else, if you guys need to watch while you're self quarantined, um, Taylor from the table flipping podcast that was on a few weeks ago when Alex was also self quarantining. Oh yeah, her show is now out. Um, on wait, why was I self quarantining? <laughs> you just had the regular flu, we think. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> this was like a, this oh. was like months ago. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I don't <laughs> want to lose momentum. Um, but Taylor, friend of the pod, um, uh, Taylor Mishniak is on Dave on Hulu and she's amazing and the show is incredible. Like, it's probably the I think it's on FX, but then it's on Hulu, Hulu the next day. Yeah. So everyone has every opportunity to watch it because literally who doesn't have Hulu? Who doesn't have Hulu now? It's probably like the funniest comedy that I've seen in years. It's so good. Amazing. Funniest new comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one you can watch in real time. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much for tuning in. And yes, uh, we will be back next week. Chat later. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, you can find us again wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Have you ever encountered an unexplained hairy bipedal hominid in the woods? Have you received telepathic messages from an unidentified aerial phenomenon? If so, then you need to listen to Bigfoot Collectors Club. I'm Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And together with super producer... Riley Bray. We make up the Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's right. Every week we talk to actors, comedians, writers, and paranormal experts about their personal paranormal histories and share stories of high strangeness. Like the time when we talked to Craig Ferguson about the Loch Ness Monster and when a sea witch told him he had raven magic. Or the time I asked Pitch Perfect's Anna Camp her opinion on cattle mutilations. Past guests have included Rachel Bloom, Jen Kirkman, Paul F. Tompkins, Bobcat Goldthwait, and more. So if you've ever been abducted alongside five reindeer by an alien with grills for hands or witnessed Bigfoot crawl out of an interdimensional portal, don't laugh, happens all the time, then check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Bigfoot Collectors Club, you're You're here here to to believe believe us. Wait, is that how it goes? Campfire.